Daily Wisdom Words. Daily Wisdom Words. Daily Wisdom Words Podcast, a writing-based podcast that takes you into the minds of writers. Yes, and we give you a whole lot of discussion. Let's get into it. Hello, welcome to another episode of Daily Wisdom Words Podcast. I am your host, Rene O'Day. Hey, everyone. I am Neil Turelli, and I'm also your co-host. We want to thank you for joining us today and give you a very warm welcome to our latest episode. Daily Wisdom Words is an online community for writers and poets all over the world. Join us every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, where we will be having some very distinguished guests, each one specializing in topics you don't want to miss. Today... We're joined by an author from India, Neha Jindal. Neha is the author of the very powerful and evocative poetry collection called Phases of Moon. She's also a tireless activist for women's rights in India. Hi, Neha. Welcome to the show. Hi, Neha. Thank you. Thank you, you, Maureen. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank Um, you so much for bringing me to the show. And I'm really, really blessed to be a part of like an international community um, for poetry. Well, absolutely. We just, we were thrilled that we could get you. So Neha, when did you realize you had a passion for poetry? Um, Actually, I was very small. Uh, Like I was in my class 11. When I started Uh getting uh, like interest in poetry, especially English poetry, I started getting interest in that. Like uh, we had two men, like the course curriculum that we had was uh, very wide and it has many beautiful poets. So uh, from there, I started having interest in poetry. And uh, when you start getting interest in poetry, it's just the flow of thoughts that just keep going. So that was the phase when I started writing. And uh, after that, like I kept on writing for two to three years, but uh, then it was a break because of my higher studies. I could not get time, much time to write. But uh, from 2017 onwards, I'm on a go. I start writing again. And uh, now it's like, I'm more inclined towards women issues which are there. So now I'm writing continuously. And I published my book in 2017, which is uh, a collection of emotions of a woman. Oh, that is amazing. I was just going to ask you that. And I love the title, Phases of the Moon. How did you decide on that title? Was, did it just come to you one day? or? Until, uh, it's not like instant, but I felt like um, as the moon changes its phases every day, in the same way, a woman has so many roles to play. And since the childhood till she becomes like she gets married, she gets uh, like to become a mother. There are so many phases in her life, so many changes and every change is beautiful. So I thought that I'll take this uh, title. For my it's a beautiful, beautiful yeah. cover yeah. too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, your poetry is uh, is powerfully written. Uh, besides people reading it and enjoying it, is there a deeper meaning to your poetry that you'd like to convey, especially like towards feminism, maybe? 
yeah of course like um, i feel like uh, about fem- like there are many poetries like uh, like after the marriage where mm-hmm. uh, you need to make so many adjustments a woman need to make so many adjustments in her life like she leaves her house her parental house and then she comes into a new family and she com- like she tries to absorb new things and as you know like there is so much of uh, adjustments that we make in our daily life and so many changes physical and emotional that we go through every day so uh, that is like what i felt like it should be conveyed uh, this is a, like this book phases of moon like uh, this is a generic uh, feelings of a woman how it is like when she get married she becomes a mother i'm a mod- mother of twins so it was like, you are uh, oh, oh how old yeah i have 9 year old a girl and a boy so oh perfect she, oh, perfect yeah. you got yeah. you yeah. you hit the jackpot first time <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um, so when they turned three i started feeling like i'm a, i'm a professional accountant and i was working with wow. accenture and uh, like it was completely a transformation for me like now i was not looking into accounting profession anymore and like i was taking care of their uh, like mm-hmm. development their skills and all so it was completely mm-hmm. different transition for me um right. so like every every woman goes through it how she like prioritize others over herself mm-hmm. right so it it completely becomes very different world for her and yeah, other than this yeah other than this book i have also written some uh, poetry is like about women because and uh, i remember i shared one poetry with abu uh that we yes. had a podcast on so uh and these poetries and these women empowerment uh issues which are there they make me feel that uh the world is connected everyone is facing the same issues every country yeah. is facing the same issues and we really need to come out of these things absolutely not only beautiful yeah. brilliant Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are very intelligent. Yeah. And I'm, you talk about um, you know, women's rights and feminism being a, you know, a key theme in your poetry. In the 21st century, has feminism gotten a little bit and women's rights in general, do you feel that it's getting any better than it what it used to be in 30, 40 years, especially in in a country like India where there's definitely a rise but there's also that conservative side will probably always be there in some form or fashion so is it any better than it used to be is the situation improving uh yeah i completely feel that there is some betterment but uh, yeah. the only like of course there is betterment like women are getting much better education and they are getting equal opportunity in on the work front but somehow uh, one thing that i feel that is missing when we look uh towards women empowerment is when we talk about equality and mm-hmm. i feel that people have this notion that if they have given the uh, right to work to women or if mm-hmm. when the uh, women are uh, taking a forefront in the work profiles right. so they feel that it is equality but i don't feel that i feel okay. the equality should be mental 
uh, if you are thinking that okay that women is working now she is equal but can you just imagine that lady now who was restricted to a house work and she right. was like doing the housework and sleeping peacefully now she is going out to work and yeah. but has the other things has had the uh, has the other aspects changed for her she's still cooking in the morning she's still taking care of the kids she's still washing the clothes she's still taking care of the household and she's also working sure so mm-hmm. has the things really changed on the mental level still people feel okay if you are working it's your choice and mm. uh, like still people need to uh, treat women as humans i think yeah. then the uh, exact meaning of equality will come over if the pe- people will start thinking okay if i work for 10 hours i am tired so right. that women who's working for 10 hours she'll be equally tired mm that's true. absolutely Very absolutely we yeah. we feel that in america too we do yeah. you know yeah. it's 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 a i think it's a worldwide problem though though in our country we do have more rights obviously right. but um yeah we get tired too <laughs> you know <laughs> but <laughs> you are a successful author that has published a book and just in that arena do you find it is a man's world over there in publishing and and being an author i'm sorry can you just repeat the question um okay you have written a successful poetry book and you had it published in in india um do you find that men get more priority over your book and your writing and um, say i won't say that like uh, okay. for publishing i don't think okay. so because okay. everybody yeah. loves to read what is good so i mm. don't think so like uh, like in case of work uh maybe uh, one thing can be that uh, maybe women are not uh, taking that much of information about publishing and they are not well aware but i don't think so it's uh, like men's or women's like it's all about thought uh, it's more about connecting with people it, like mm-hmm. so i don't think like gender plays a role there good. so whosoever good. gets yeah. connected good. to the audience they are like right. uh, they go through good Absolutely. good yeah and uh, you talked you brought up a very pertinent observation in our earlier question about you know making it making the mental feeling more equal for a woman right so when we talk about creative writing and especially poetry there is a strong connection with mental health right so many people use it as a release as a catharsis whatever they want to say mm-hmm. they say poets say it through their words um I know that uh, from personal experience in India the talk around mental health has started to come up. I've seen like more people talk about it particularly Indian celebrities. But do you think there's enough action being taken when it comes to mental health disorders like like there is here you have hotlines you have centers is it is it as prevalent in India as it should be? It's better than before but still I feel that people are not that uh like acceptable about your mental conditions uh still people feel that okay uh like it's just a stress it will go away but it's sometimes it's much deeper than that it's just too much right. deeper than that uh yeah. because uh, 
like people really need to talk and now okay. these people are so busy or you may say it's like uh, uh, artificial busyness what you say like yeah. <laughs> yeah. i love that i love, I that, love that that is oh my god girl you have the, you are adorable <laughs> thank you but like because uh, i think we are spending more time on social media and uh, like we are not connecting in person with people so there are so that's creating artificial business because we are like into an artificial world we want something for ourselves but efforts are very less so that's why like uh, i feel like people are not able to talk and then people have apprehensions that what another person will think about uh, me and still yeah. uh, people don't think that depression is very normal or mental issues are very normal and it can happen with any person uh right. people don't take seriously people don't accept it when you say that okay you are feeling uh, like mentally like out like you are feeling a mental outburst or you are feeling like uh, completely crazy out there yeah. so people <laughs> won't accept it <laughs> yeah, people, true, right? people <laughs> won't accept your behavior like uh, mm-hmm. they would of course want your behavior to be as per the norms but they won't understand what is the reason for the change in your behavior and But, that's uh, I, i can relate to that personally because i having clinical depression and i just find it's easier not to talk about it with my relatives in india because i don't think they'll understand the concept of a chemical imbalance you know well some of them will the doctors and the more educated ones will but not everybody so i i can personally totally relate to that about trying to keep a distance at it because i just feel like they won't they won't understand me or they won't get me so that's a very valid observation on your part yeah. thank you but uh, well, i feel like people should be more vocal about it because uh, i think like you must also have uh, like read about it and here also like uh, the issues which are like related to depression is like people are uh, like taking their lives they are committing mm-hmm. suicides and yeah. you won't believe like people at 40 people at 35 and recent case i heard like in india a 12 uh, 12 class student she suffered a heart attack i was like shocked to understand wow. like okay what can cause such kind right. of issues with people and right. life has become so fragile like uh, like putting pressure on people is like uh, like taking a toll on their lives yeah so yeah, absolutely right absolutely yeah. absolutely um here in um america in schools it's risen by 33% recently in this uh pandemic so yeah. you know it's now coming to the forefront and you know people like you and us need to get it out there and let people know it's okay to talk about you know let's let's have a conversation and that's right. what we're trying to do could yeah. you do me a big favor do you have your book there yeah yeah i have it could you yeah. read a poem yeah would you read a poem <laughs> anyone you uh, you want yeah anyone we kind yeah. of surprised you with this uh poetry reading but yeah your poetry is just amazing thank you so much sorry okay there is one uh, poetry that i like uh, in this book too very much it's 
titled as Vicious Lie. And it's about mm. how we change from uh, like when we are born till we become mm. an adult, how we change, how the perspectives change for us. So it's, uh, the title is Vicious Lie. When I opened my eyes, I was innocent and pure. What this world had for me, I was not sure. I stepped into the world which was new to me. My parents and grandma were only familiar to me. As I grew up, I made my friends, and to their love, there was no end. I began to slowly understand what innocence is, far from the discriminations of her or his. Sharing and caring were the lessons we learned, and love and friendship were the assets we earned. In all the phases of hardship, there was a hand that cared. There were none of my feelings that remained unshared. But slowly, but slowly this innocence began to decay, and I started accumulating sins that I have to repay. All that love has begun to melt, and cords of friendship could not be felt. It's not me alone whose feelings are dead, but several of us on this discord are being fed. We have become the models with empty heart and painted smile, hearts so hardened to be cut by a file. We have we have, some, we have become used to the vague customs today and, of course, the slaves of corruption that's enjoying its day. So today, I have also grown up as a decayed human, devoid of pure heart and the innocence that was woven. Thank you. You know what I love about your poetry? It tells a story. Yeah. Right, Neil? It really yes, tells it has a story. It narrative quality of... Mm -hmm. uh, phase, if I can, no pun intended, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> it goes it through a phase. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's so beautiful. It's beautiful. So, yeah, thank you. It really is. Yeah. Um. Uh. So that's one book. In the future, do you have plans of writing uh, more books? Yeah, I do have. Uh, in fact, like I wanted to, uh, like. Uh, compile one poetry of like short poetry for like 10 poems but I did not get much time to compile it so but I can share a small poetry that I have as we were uh, talking about depression mm -hmm. just give me a sec I'll, I have that one poetry there okay because I feel that's just two vital uh, topics that should be addressed completely now because uh, there mm -hmm. are so many people who are getting distressed about things. And everybody yeah. is not... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should take... I mean, it's nothing like... Uh, I think we should talk. We should talk about things like... Uh, because overweighing ourselves with the things is mm -hmm. uh, like... It will not lead us to anywhere. And I feel like uh, the most reason that we feel so bad is like uh, expectations that we create around ourselves with each other. Sure. So sometimes it's like, uh, I feel like we should take charge of our own dreams, our, our mm -hmm. own, uh, like, because no two persons are same, I feel. Like, right. uh, it's, it's like really not uh, possible for us to like impose our dreams on somebody else. 
that's true. And no, that's true. It is true. To, it's very true. It's like to make a balance and uh, then to take time out for ourselves so that mm. well, we can be happy. Right. Well, you're a you're a mother of uh, twins, a boy and a girl, nine years old. And um, how do you manage your uh, your creativity, your writing, your job, your family? Is it? We were talking about you know how uh, we get overwhelmed in this world, you know. Yeah. It, but I mean, for someone that has you know a talent of your caliber, is it is it hard? Is it? Do you yeah, it, find yourself writing? Hard and like uh, it, during this pandemic, it's become like it has become a lot hard because you know like kids are at home so it's like mm-hmm. they need all your time and like you are after them so like uh, and the sh- schedules change routines have changed in this pandemic yeah. when everybody is at home so uh, the responsibilities of a lady of the house becomes much more uh, like it expands so it becomes overwhelming and I get little time but uh, to write but I feel like whenever there is a thought I just put it down uh, as of now, it's more of Hindi poetry that I write. I write in local language more. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, some of the poetry I've written in English also. Wow. That's great. Yeah. That is utterly fantastic. <laughs> I yeah. can write, I, I can write in chicken I, scratch. <laughs> well, I can relate because I've had poetry and I'll, I'll send you some links in Hindi published as well in English and so I can definitely relate to the bilingual part like as you can so <laughs> yeah yeah okay so yeah uh, Neil's family is from India yeah yeah I can I can relate to that I I, mm-hmm. I came to know like Neil's name by name I can uh, yeah. make it out that okay Neil is in the Indian origin yeah yeah Good. so you have Mine's been there for a long can time you, can can you guess was, mine <laughs> no can worries. you guess my argument oh i'm sorry no. it's irish no. okay i'm no. irish okay. yeah okay. i i was um born and raised here but my both my parents obviously grew up there and then immigrated to america in the 70s so okay. Okay. but i still have lots of family there i've visited so many times and you know so yeah. We keep trying I to send they... him back. <laughs> <laughs> right? I know, right? <laughs> I put a stamp on his forehead and everything, and yeah. he comes back. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't work. They don't want me. What can I say? No, he's not. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> You're not leaving me, buddy. <laughs> I um, think people sometimes miss what, like, we have a like close net us. A family structure in India, so sometimes people miss it abroad. Yeah, but there are always pros and cons which are there. Like totally. Well, yeah. family's very important in India, right? I mean, you guys celebrate, yeah. um, and uh, you know, parents live with their children. Am I correct? I'm sorry, like they do. Yeah, do, yeah, they live. The parents of the children, um, because like. It's not a common practice here. I think I would have gone insane, but oh, wait, yeah. too late. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> I keep telling my children, yeah. you know, you can't put me in a home and keep dad. 
you know, it doesn't work that way. We're a team. You got to take us both. <laughs> they'll, put, they'll put me in a home and they'll like have him with them. But um, Neha, sweetie, could I have another poem? Would you mind? Yeah, uh, this is a poem that I don't have it in my book. And it's like about, uh, uh, do you want me to recite uh, a poem on well, like, absolutely. Uh, mental health yeah. or uh, sure. women's rights, whatever? Like, I think mental health would be. Yeah, that would be fantastic. I think that, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, there's one that I wrote about depression. And uh, Neil, I'm telling you, like, it's so common. It's just that mm -hmm. nobody accepted that I was in depression. Like handling twins was completely a like hue and cry for me. Like I also went through it, and I also had like too much of ang like anger. Uh, what do you say? Right. Anger, uh, anxiety and all. And all like yeah. anxiety and all. And right. it's very difficult to uh, manage that. And when you I'm have sure. your own ambitions and passions, and they just curb, like it comes in women, uh, women's life all the time mm -hmm. because yeah. when you are like too passionate too ambitious and you just need to uh, prioritize family and then you just don't uh, are not able to like get your goals you right. you're not able to go after your goals it creates a lot of uh, vacuum in your life so mm -hmm. I was also facing mm -hmm. that but uh, somehow I started accepting it and slowly I came to terms with it. And, that, and after that, I started finding my peace in poetry. So I started venting out my thoughts in poetry so that at least I'm engaged in some way. Right. That, is, right. that is the perfect outlet. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So poetry is it a really very is. powerful medium. So I am nowhere yeah. on your level. I am nowhere on your level, but I've, I put my feelings in my poetry. You know, yeah, I think like it, give, it gives a lot of like it gives a big outlet. It gives a big outlet. Mm -hmm. And that, like, in the poem that I just wrote, I want to slap a man. It's about Neil, but don't tell anybody. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, it's early here in California, guys. So, uh, <laughs> I share one. I share one poem that's relating to women rights only. And uh, okay. when I talked about it to Abu also, like, uh, and he's like, a we great could connect, we could connect on it. And he was like, he, he, he told me that it's the same situation everywhere. So this is one poem uh, that I wrote on wrote about child marriage in India. And uh, take my word, I was not able to sleep until I wrote it down there was a house help that I ha had and she was like 21 years old and uh, she was a mother of a four-year-old child and I was like I was like I, I, I don't know how to react to it because I could not like when I was 21 I was just enjoying my time mm -hmm. I was studying and mm -hmm. I was like yeah. uh, like mm -hmm. all full-fledged like I was enjoying my life I, I really mm -hmm. and I could just uh, I was able to feel her pain that like getting married at 15, 16, being a mother at 17. And now she is like uh, leaving herself aside. She is like uh, concerned about her child. 
so mm-hmm. how she must be managing her emotions through like it was very difficult for me to like digest right. so this is the poem it's titled as a village girl i was just 16 i was just 16 with rainbows in my eyes i wanted to paint the sky and sway in the soothing breeze i know i am a girl i know i'm a girl i knew you would send me away someday but why you made my destiny a nightmare sometimes parents force you to be with somebody especially in the developing countries sometimes you don't even get a choice to choose your partner mm-hmm. so you made me hold your hand that doubled the size of my little fingers he pushed me off he hit me hard and took my innocence away i was too young to leave my candy box but you pushed me into the world where i'm worrying about the candies of my little one the hand the hand that should have the loving touch crashes me every day drown deep into intoxication you still want me to intertwine my broken soul with him how can you how can you i'm still part of your blood Oh Neha. Oh my. Wow, that's Wow. Straight, yeah. Oh my. Oh, that because I have a I have a 19-year-old daughter and I could not even imagine her getting married and having a child right now. It's mm-hmm. college, you know, it's college. You have to you have to grow up. You have to enjoy your life, you know, and then settle down, you know. but to be forced into something that's going to affect your mental health more than anything i think you know when you don't have a choice and they force you into do it yeah not good but that poem was stunning yeah. you are really talented very very talented thank you so much mom and it's like it's such a big issue that uh, like it, especially in the developing countries the little village girls like who don't mm-hmm. even understand the concept of marriage they are just forced mm-hmm. into it they are just yeah. like uh, they they are just forced into things which are which may be scary for them they may that may shatter the entire concept of love and marriage in their life mm-hmm. they would right. like mm-hmm. they would yeah. never be able to love anybody when no yeah. no <laughs> because you can't okay. force love and Yeah. You're going to resent, you know, that person that you've been forced to marry. You know, hopefully, yeah. you know, it would happen, but chances of it happening are not great, you know. Yeah. But to put that on paper, oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. It made me tear up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, when you can bring emotions out in people with your poetry, you've got a gift, you know. Yeah. You really Thank really you. do. you're just a joy. It would you come back? I'm sorry. Would you come back another time? At some point? Yeah, in the near future. Point? We'd love to have you back. If you when you publish that next book? Uh I'm not really sure. I was thinking of writing some more and then maybe like 10 15 poetry essays and then I'll put it on Kindle. Can you oh. can you um I'm sorry, Neil. Go ahead. No, I was just—I was saying, yeah, that would be that would be fantastic. As soon as there is somewhat of a a second collection, 
that would be the absolutely we could just listen to you read <laughs> yeah <laughs> well just listen to you read i got my <laughs> copy i'll just yeah. get back and yeah mm. so part two part two will be just poetry reading um are you uh, yeah that works for me are yeah. you on um social media yeah yeah i'm there can yeah. you tell everyone how to find you uh yeah sure uh it's uh, uh i'll give you the handle maybe i'll send it on email uh, sure we can put it on the comments we'll too. The, yeah in the descriptions mm -hmm. yeah yeah mm -hmm. we'll do that absolutely um okay. i've yeah, I have a very good friend in India, uh, uh, Monica, uh, uh, what's her last name? Beha? B something. Yeah. Right? Anyway, um, yeah, she uh, just she just wrote a book called um, A New Dawn, A uh, Morning of a Thousand Hues or something like that. Anyway, um, uh, she's, they just released it in um, India and now they're going to release it worldwide. So it's good that this is happening and you guys are able to get your voices out and be heard. And, yeah. you know, it's beautiful, beautiful poetry. So, um, and you can buy your book on Amazon and Facebook. Yeah, it's in Flipkart, amazing. Would you hold it up? Could you hold your book up for us? Yeah. Yes, yeah, sure. So people can see the cover. I loved it. It's so pretty. Yeah, that is a beautiful mm -hmm. cover. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, by, I, I bought it. Unfortunately, it's, like it's going to come today. Um, because yeah. it's, I mean, when I started reading your poetry, I knew I had to have it in my collection. Because you tell a story with it. And it's, uh, yeah. it's a beautiful voice that you have. Thank so, yeah, absolutely. And I feel have... like uh, it's it's very difficult for me to write fiction. I usually mm -hmm. pick up things that are that are around, so that are real. So, uh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think absolutely. we all we yeah. all kind of do that. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, um, we have just enjoyed having you immensely, and. Yeah. People, please pick up her book. She yeah. writes amazing poetry, and we'd love to have you back someday yeah. if you would honor sure. us with your with your uh, presence and um, uh, give those twins a hug from us. Thank that you. I, you know, I can tell you're a wonderful yeah. mother. You Thank know, so you have that. a, you just have a. Um, a, a glow about you, you know, you just have the, um, a, a beautiful aura, I think we'll call it. Thank you so much. So, and it's really, very, very nice to be with you both. And thank you thank so you. much, Martin. Thank you, Neil. It's been and our pleasure. pleasure. It's been our pleasure, yeah. So good right. to have, uh, good to know new people and interact with Absolutely. And yeah. uh, like, extend our own uh what you say uh the like connection of like-minded um, people mm -hmm. yeah and you know yeah. what we're gonna look for you on social media and follow you yeah. and yeah. you know we'll interact there okay yeah. and unless you block us and then we'll get the hint but <laughs> no. <laughs> no i'm teasing <laughs> anyway 
You have a wonderful evening. Yeah. You too. Thank you. Yeah. Take care. Have a nice Thanks, day. Bye bye. Okay. Bye. Neha. Bye. 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 Thank you everyone for listening and thank you Neha for joining us. Want an exclusive sneak peek at our future guests? Go to our website, dailywisdomwords.com, where you'll have full access to our podcast page, which is updated every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific. The link of the podcast page is posted in the description. On that page, not only will you see who the upcoming guest is, but you'll also be able to submit a question for that guest and any other feedback and suggestions you have for the podcast. We want to hear from you. Neil and I want to thank everyone for joining us today. If you are a writer and not a member of Daily Wisdom Words, you can sign up today for just $10 for a lifetime membership. No dues. Take part in our active writing prompts, our Daily Wisdom Word blog, groove to a little music, build your own social media profile, and meet and interact with other writers just like you. Once again, that's dailywisdomwords.com. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all, at which all of the links are posted in the description. And don't forget to hit like on this video and subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you want to show us a little extra love, we also have a link for donations in the description. Thank you, everyone, once again, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.